0: Hey there crafter with a full-time job. If you're looking for a way to make extra income, extra 10k in your sleep from SVG Cut Files in the next 12 months, I'm Jeff and I am here to help you. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for building a successful six-figure SVG business. So you can quit your job, you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Hello, hello. Today, I am going live with an awesome interview with Mary Ann. And we will be talking about what it feels like to be an entrepreneur in an employer's body. Let's get started right away. So tell us about yourself, a little bit of introduction. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So uh, hi, Mary Ann. And... So I call myself your spiritual hostess because I help people tap into that inner light inside of them and shine it so brightly that they can't help but see how amazing they are. Um, Now that's what I do in my, I say, that's what I do. That's my passion, that's my purpose. Uh, It's not what I do in my day job. So my day job, I'm a licensed insolvency trustee or bankruptcy trustee. I work in the bankruptcy industry. And uh, I've been doing that for, oh my goodness, I think in total 20 some years. So um, yeah, so this topic is near and dear to my heart because I am an entrepreneur in an employee's body. I wasn't always, uh, or maybe I didn't realize. And at some point I realized that and it really shifted the way I viewed my job and my life.
0: Uh-huh. Cool, cool. So uh, that's, that's really amazing because we have a lot of uh crafters here who are full-time, who are working full-time. So I'm sure they're going to benefit a lot from this conversation. So before we get started, who do you think this uh, co- uh, this interview is mainly going to help?
1: Yeah, I think this is going to help people who struggle with the balance between the two. So we talk a lot about work-life balance, but there's also this creative, you know, employee balance, this entrepreneur employee balance that I think is so important and so crucial. So someone who has a part-time side business, you know, or maybe it's full-time and they're still working in the meantime, or someone who's working a job and they're um, frustrated because they're not getting to do the thing that they really want to do. So I think, you know, that's where my message comes in is how to either balance it if you're already in it, or how to create that opportunity if you're
0: not. This podcast is sponsored by my Ivy League standard SVG business coaching program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Awesome. Awesome. Great. So I'm looking forward to getting some amazing tips because I know a lot of people struggle with that. So what does it mean by being an entrepreneur in an employee's body, employer's body? Yeah. So it means you spend a lot of time trying to fit in at work.
1: (laughs) No, I'll define that a little bit more for you. Um, But you know, basically what it means to me is that I bring myself to my job, that's what it means to me. And so I think it's discovering that part of you that is kind of the essence of who you are. That's why I talk about that light inside of you. It's the essence of who you are and it's really marrying that with your role, your job role and um, and how you bring that to your job or to your clients or to your coworkers or to your boss or to the, you know, the public, whoever you're dealing with. And um, And also the flip side of that is really looking at your job as kind of a playground in terms of or a school or classroom in terms of strengthening the skills that you need to be an entrepreneur to be self employed so you know i think that that where i you know kind of made that that shift was when I um, really shifted my thinking around it. And I didn't look at them as separate, I looked at them as supporting and helping one another. So, you know, really an answer to your question, being an entrepreneur and employee's body, um, just means that you find yourself in everything you do. And in this specific
0: case, we're talking about whatever that job might be. Uh huh. I love that. Bring. Try to bring your true self to your job, and try to learn the skills that you can apply to your business. That's a great tip. So, how does? Uh, what are some ways that we can manage both the business and uh, and our jobs together? Yeah, so
1: maybe I'll just start because I like to bring the human element to it. So I'll just kind of share a little bit about, you know, what I discovered within that. And I think that that's, um, that'll kind of lead to me talking about ways to manage manage both. And so um, at some point in time, I, I came to the realization that what I, whatever I was doing in my life, there was a common thread so i think you know really that's kind of that key um, point that you want to look at is what is the common thread that you can weave through your job and read through your business so for example as a bankruptcy trustee i meet with people who are struggling financially and i help them find solutions now there's two solutions that we offer in in what we do we either do some kind of a debt settlement to the creditors or we help guide them through the bankruptcy process um, where they, you know, pay less or none of what they are basically. So, um, but you know, we we're legislated. So we operate under rules and um, uh, guidelines and right. Like, so I can't be very creative because mm-hmm. I, I have to make sure that I adhere to the rules and adhere to the things I have to, you know, and and the rules within the, the company that I work for as well. So, yeah. I'm very creative. So at some point I realized I need a creative outlet. If I don't have a creative outlet, I struggle. And when I realized this, the the moment I realized this, I probably realized it later. um, I was sitting in my nine by nine office with no windows. And I was doing the same thing I had done every day. And this was in the industry I'm in. And um, all I want to do was be home. I, I live where I can see the ocean. I just wanted to be home. I was bored in my job. I felt like I was regurgitating everything I was saying. And I wasn't bringing myself to it. I wasn't bringing any creativity to it. And I was bored. And I'm sure my clients probably picked up on that. Uh-huh. So um, I left my job. I took that, you know, I jumped off that proverbial ledge um, and be decided to be self-employed, no idea what I was doing, um, struggled Mm -hmm. along the way, dabbled in a bunch of things. But ultimately what I discovered, and here, and I'll come back to the point, the common thread. So in everything I did, my job, I had three or four businesses I tried out that didn't really last, what I'm doing now, the common thread was that people would come to me for advice and I would give them really good advice. And I Mm -hmm. realized it wasn't coming from me. So your spiritual hostess is because I bring messages in. Um, And I tap into people's wisdom and their higher self and, you know, and their internal guidance. And I just bring that through for them. I realized I was doing that. When I realized Mm -hmm. I was doing that, one, I brought it to my job. So it changed the way that I worked in my industry. I went back to the industry, by the way, um, 12 years ago. And, uh, And then I created a business around it. So that's what I mean about finding that common thread. So you look at your passion, you look at what you want to do. You may or may not know how that is going to turn into a business for you. You might have to just make a mess before you figure it out that the message is in the mess. So you might have to just get it wrong first. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you look at your job and you look at that common element and you try to figure out what part of yourself you're bringing to it now and what part of yourself you can bring to it. So, um, so you said some ways to manage both. And so I want to answer that question. And uh-huh. um, so, you know, I, I think what's really important because when you're an entrepreneur and you're very creative and you work for a company, you, it's, you, you fight the, the um, urge to change things and do things differently. So uh-huh. you have to identify the difference between bringing yourself to your job and bringing too much of yourself to your job because you have to respect the job you have to respect the employer right so true yeah so um, so you know it and, and also you don't want to lose yourself in it so I think that it's important that you know if you have ideas you share them but if they're not received that's okay because I think part of this is just being very comfortable you know speaking your truth because that's also you know being in the truth and integrity of who you are that is your soul light that is the essence of who you are so um, so that's important. The second thing that I would offer, and I'll offer three, just to keep this on task because I could just talk all day. Um, so the second thing that I would offer is have clearly defined lines. And so, you know, if you have a business, um, either, of course, you don't do it during work time, you know, or you do it on your time. So, you know, if you have a lunch hour, for example, you might take that to work on your business. So just being um, ensure that you have those clear lines. Believe it or not, for me, it's also a struggle the opposite way because I tend to work at home. So I tend to work outside of work hours because mm-hmm. i blurred the two so much. So you also have to make sure that you keep that line defined as well and that you're very clear on you know, my job and as an employee and you're very clear on my business and an entrepreneur. And the third thing I would offer is if you can do it, find a way to integrate the two and um you know either one for just for your own purpose so you understand it or two maybe you talk about that because guess what there's a whole wide world of people out there just like you that struggle with that that's the reason that i'm here talking to you about this because i've done it i've lived it i have tips and when you do it and you live it and you have tips you'll have
0: different ones than me and you can help some people awesome i love that and just listening to that fact that uh, you you need you you become very limited in uh, when you're working for someone and it just reminded me of this thing this incident when I was like 10 years ago I was working as a teacher and one day I just had this idea of re- uh, adding a reward system for the students and I was so naive back then I didn't consult with my supervisor and I was just so excited and I went in with the idea. And she somehow found out and she was like, "Uh, this is not allowed, you have to pass it through me and then you have to, and then only you can implement it. So that, that was just like a thing, like bringing myself to like, like how your job limits you at certain times. And you also have to be mindful of how much of yourself you're bringing to the job. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I believe me, I've had my hands slapped more than once. Um, And I've I've worked for so since I've been in the industry, I've worked for four different companies in the industry. And, and so when I left, I always say I left to sow my entrepreneur, my entrepreneurial oats, because I, you know, I was bored and I felt this desire to be, you know, entrepreneurial. Um, And so I left and I did that. And I did that for seven years. And um, and then I, I wasn't planning on coming back to the industry, but you know, I do trust in guidance, right? So I trust that when things come up, there's a reason and I kind of go with that. I didn't always, um, I do it more now than I used to. And um, my old boss invited me to coffee and I knew he was gonna offer me a job. So I went to politely refuse. That was in 2005, I've been back in the industry ever since. And so, uh, but here's what appealed to me when I went back the first time, and this is where I really brought myself to it and when I kind of realized that was happening is that he was starting a brand new business. And so when he hired me, I walked into the office and it was this big open space with tape on the floor, like the walls weren't even built. So I got to help build the office, I got to help hire, I got to help um, create the systems that we needed. And mm-hmm. I realized that's what I love. It's not the job. So I so appreciate what you said because I'm always wanting to bring new things into my my current job, what I'm currently doing. And um, my current boss is, you know, he runs a excellent business and a very tight ship and he is way more hands-on than the boss I had before. I had a lot of free reign that was an adjustment for me and so now i know that if i have an idea to him and sometimes he implements them and sometimes he doesn't and my my message for that don't take it personally it has nothing to do with you you know just respect that and if they are at least open to listening to you sometimes that's the best that you can offer plus it's a learning lesson because you got to express yourself and that's more important than the yes or the no
0: yep i love that thanks for sharing that so going back to what you said earlier about interviewing your business and what you're passionate about with your work so let's say uh i have a lot of crafters who are nurses so Mm -hmm. and 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 they love having a side hustle they love selling customized t-shirts and uh, design cut files digital cut files so how do they interweave being a nerd with uh this creative passionate side of things
1: um that's a great question and and um you know i i will answer based on my experience but i will also just put the little disclaimer that of course it does depend on your work environment and it might needs to be adjusted so um so as a um spiritual guidance counselor, you know, again, that that's kind of my what I call myself in my when I'm off off duty. And um, so I still do guidance. I still do the same thing. I help people, you know, I give advice and I give guidance. Um, I don't, do that in my day job because of course there has to be that line right and however um some people i resonate with very well right some of my clients we just you just know when you speak the same language to a client you just know when you connect in this case it may be patients or co-workers you just know when you connect and for some of them, what I found over the years is, you know, we do connect outside. So if someone sends me, you know, a friend request, of course I don't, you know, I don't not accept it. I do. Um, I do let anyone, if they're currently a client of mine, know that, I, you know, I have to keep those separate. So if someone came to me, for example. Um, And and I'll try to relate this to what you'd said, but if someone came to me and they wanted to pay for um, my advice while they're a client and work with me because I do consulting, I probably wouldn't do it until they weren't my client anymore. And uh, just because, so I could keep that separate, that doesn't mean I don't hang out with them. That doesn't mean we're not on social media. That doesn't mean I don't connect with them in other ways. Um, That doesn't mean that if there's some product I sell on there and they buy it, they can't do that. It just means that I would put a line. So coming back to you said with crafters and nurses, you know, I, I would think it's the same type of thing in that you wouldn't bring your products to work. You wouldn't showcase them at work. You wouldn't actively try to sell them at work. However, if you connect with someone at work and they know what you do, because you talk about yourself and things you do, then mm-hmm. you guys will connect outside of work. And so maybe they would send you a request, or you would send them a request, and you would hang out there. And, you know, again, um, depending on the nature of your job, you that, you know, there may be other restrictions or guidelines that would need to be in place. But Does
0: that answer your question? Yep. Yep. So I love that. And so I would love to know how, how do you manage Uh, your business like how do if you're stuck in a position where you have a full-time job and you are running a business what can you do that nothing is being compromised you make the most in both both the worlds
1: yeah, well, when I find the answer to that, I'll come back on and we'll do a whole lesson. But I'll share what I know today. So, um, so quite frankly, I'm putting a lot of effort into my my part time business right now, um, my outside business, and I'm t- i I'm, I'm a little tired, but. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It lights me up. It's what I love. I enjoy doing it. I keep my attention on the end game like this is my retirement plan. Um, I also one of my favorite sayings is you meet yourself where you are. You don't have to do everything all at once and stop being so hard on yourself and i'm kind of looking at myself in the in the um, video and i i'm having that conversation with myself because i'm a very high achiever i set very high standards feel like i have to do a lot and i'm a little bit hard on myself when i don't So, <laughs> I so <laughs> yeah so um so a few things uh, you know just just again have fun when it stops being fun you're working too hard So if you're, you know, stressed out and you don't want to do stuff, you're kind of ruining that creativity. So just take a step back and know that you don't have to do everything. Just do that next thing. Just take that next step. Um, the, one of the things that I implemented because I've been doing so much more work lately and I'm, I was finding, I was feeling a little burnt out. So I have a me day. And so Sunday is a me day tomorrow. So I typically don't book anything on my me day. I have no agenda. I have no list. I have no task. That's unheard of for me because I'm a list person and I have one every day. It might be in in my head or on my phone or wherever um but but that I've decided that's my sanity day. Now if I decide I'm going to do some work, great. But it's not pre-scheduled, not pre-planned. I get up in the morning, I go with the flow, I see what I want to do and I just I just take it. So I think having personal time is incredibly important. Um so yeah, carve out time for you if it stops feeling fun and creative, you're pushing yourself too hard. Meet yourself where you are you don't have to do everything at once you just need to do a little bit all the time and it will gain momentum and move you in the right direction Mm -hmm. right i love that so oh one more get a virtual assistant so if you can get a virtual assistant and (laughs) i really um hesitated doing that because i wasn't making enough money to cover virtual assistant so there's Mm -hmm. that money you know paying it out and in And, uh, but my, my time was, I was recognizing I was spending a lot of time trying to figure things out that weren't making me money in the moment, but they could have made me money fairly quickly. And Mm -hmm. so I did um, look for a virtual assistant. In fact, I have two now. And I'm actually quite amazed at how little it's costing me to get them to do some of the things. So it might take me what would have taken me a half a day or day to figure out. I send it to them and you know they they do it might
0: get a bill for like 50 dollars, you know just mm-hmm. as an example it's yeah. so worth it that means like hire help if you need to yes to yeah exactly. easier instead of just diy everything right yeah
1: and you know what creatives tend not to like the tech stuff right so you yep. know and that's why i'm very creative i'm, I'm also um thankfully I can figure this stuff out. Usually I'm here, so I made it. Um, so I, you know, but it takes me a long time. Um, but creators want to be creative. And so we get really bogged down in administrative and tech stuff. And so, you know, signing up for courses, having someone who's an expert in something that you're doing, um, you know, just invest in it, but have a plan. So I'm going to invest in this because it's going to get this thing done so that I can sell my product or sell my service. Yep.
0: I love that because I've seen that I, um, I'm guilty of this as well. When I was starting out, I was like, Oh, I can do this on my own. I'm just gonna, if every if others can do it, I can do it on my own. But with time, I realized like everybody is gifted with a different set of talents and we are here to benefit from each other. And if somebody is sharing their talent and putting it out there in a form of course, it's, only good for me if I just take their hand and let them guide me. Absolutely. Don't recreate the wheel.
1: Someone else has already done it and yeah, they can get you through it way more quickly than you're going to figure your way through it yourself.
0: Yeah. I love that. So thank you for sharing that. And I also love the point where you said just unplug from everything once in a week. I have recently started doing that in my life and it has helped so much because uh, uh, like uh, I'm stressed about uh, about my research job. Uh, I'm a part-time research assistant. I love science. So I have that and then I have my business and some days it just feels like so overwhelming. And uh, what I've started doing is I start going to a farm near my house. It, they have a ton of horses and I spend a t- lot of time with the horses riding them grooming them and it has helped so much
1: that's awesome do you know i i remember i don't know if i saw something or read something about how therapeutic horses are and spending time with them and um how good they are for your
0: soul that i love that you do that that's awesome thank you it's 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 i just love that it feels so heavenly going there once in a week it's just so magical and it really helps you detach yourself from everything that is going on and just be there, enjoy the moment. And when you come back, when I come back, I feel more productive. Yeah, I was just going to say that because
1: we get again our mindset, you know, is uh, if I take time away, I'm not being productive and I'm doing nothing. I should be doing something. But actually, when you do that, like, and I'm finding this myself right now because I've signed up for a course and it's taking a lot of my time outside of my work hours, um, and I am, and I can feel the getting tired. And but I'm, I'm trying to keep on top of it. And I caught myself doing it. And I thought, no, I, I, you know what, I need a day to unplug and do nothing because it helps things settle, right? So it just yeah. kind of you know, clears stuff out, it helps things settle, it reorganizes things, you come back with a fresh look. And, and I know this, I know that when I come back, I'm gonna tackle it differently, look at it differently, you know, be more productive. So um, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is such an important piece and it has such a, you actually are working on your business by doing that, and that actually um, reminds me of, uh, to say this phrase, because I think it's so important, we get so busy working in our business, we don't work on our business. And taking time away like that is a working on your business activity, believe it or not. So
0: put it in your agenda. Awesome, thank you for um, this amazing tip. So if you guys have any questions from Marianne, you can leave them in the comments section below and i have one last question from you what is one thing the crafters can do right now to start living their dream life Mm. yeah so i i think and i thought about that
1: because there's so many tips and i'm like okay what is the best tip that i can give you right now and um I might fine tune this a little bit, but I'm just gonna say this first and I may narrow it in. Um, But I want you to discover that, you know, that common thread. So that thing that's within you that makes you want to be a crafter, that makes you want to bring that to the world, that makes you, you know, that it is who you are. And I want you to take that thing and I want you to look at your job and want you to ask yourself, how can I bring that to my job? So for example, if it's it's a real creative spark and that, that creativity, how can I bring that to my job? And it may be that you're not going to change your job, but maybe you um, alter your workspace, or maybe you bring something into your workspace that reflects that, or maybe you, you know, talk to clients, you know, or patients or whoever a little bit differently than you did before because of it. Um, and so um, I don't know where I was gonna go with that. But yes, but but so find so find that one common thread. And then just really look at how you can combine the two because i think that's what's gonna start to take these two lives that you have and it's going to start to connect them so you're not feeling like you're over here and you're over here that you're feeling like these are coming together for a reason and they're both supporting the foundation that you want to move forward
0: awesome i love that so the biggest takeaway from our conversation that I have learned from this talk is that you need to bring both the things together so that you can live your true, you can be your true self. Yes. Yeah, you need absolutely. Bring- live,
1: live in the truth and integrity of who you are. That's another one of my
0: favorite sayings. Yes. Awesome. So we have a little question here. Uh believe always in you says i'm very creative but i find myself stuck and i need to help my husband with bills any advice Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah, so you're speaking my language on both
1: sides um, because I also need to help my husband with bills <laughs> and and I work in the financial industry. Um, so, you know, I, again, I'll, I'll offer a surface answer because with any of these, of course, it requires digging a little bit deeper. Um, and, and I'll have to make a few assumptions and, and the, the sorry, I didn't know if it was a she or he so they can um, fine tune the question if they, they want to. But I, I think the question is, you know, I want to be more creative but I need my job to make money to support the family. Does that, is that how you would interpret that question? I think so. Okay. I'll answer that. And if it's not, please feel free to, to post a, a clarity. You know, that's the biggest struggle, right? Um, especially if you're trying to transition from a job to a, a business. I mean, you know, there needs to be enough money to support yourself or support your family, you know, or in this case, case if you're helping your husband with the bills, whatever that might be. Um, there's so many facets to that. I mean, again, I'm going to come back to standing in the truth and integrity of who you are because if you don't do that and you try to help your husband in a way that's not authentic to you, um, it's it's not going to work for you and it's not going to work for him. And eventually, you know, again, you're going to kind of butt heads on that. So, you know, I don't know if this husband is supportive or not, but if not, um, then certainly having the, the husband support the business desires um, so that, you know, as this person's working on their business, Uh, there's communication there. Now that's not always the case in a relationship. So sometimes it's very divided and um, those two people don't work on the same goal, and that's a lot more challenging. So then, you know, I would kind of come back and put my financial hat on and say, okay, then we we need to look at what is it you want to do in your business? How much money do you need to support your husband? What is the easiest way for you to do that as a starting point so that you can kind of get that out of the way, for lack of a better way of saying it, and uh, and then, you know, build on the creativity on top of that. So I'm going to give you an example, because when I when I started transitioning this way, Mm -hmm. Um, I, I too, you know, support my family financially and I needed to have a certain amount of money to do that. And I had to be cautious of putting too much money in the business because it took away from that. So one of the things that I do is I make holistic homemade products. So body butters, essential oil products, um, soaps, you know, different things like that that was an easy way for me to bring some revenue in right away it's not what i want to do long term all the time but i was already making them for myself so i started making extras i started selling them to my friends and family so that i could bring some instant cash flow in to support Mm -hmm. the business so hopefully
0: that helped answer that question great yeah she said that she doesn't have a job right now so i love that idea like do something that will generate instant money and then you can use that money to fund your business and pay your bills at the same time. Yeah. And it
1: may be, and I don't know what her business is of course, and I'm not a crafting expert, but it might be, for example, um, a pre-selling something that she does. So give me an example. If you know what she does, tell me, but if not, just give me an example of
0: something she might make and sell. I have no clue. So a lot of (laughs) my uh, audience are cricket crafters, uh, using that they create, Stop using the Cricut machine, like a custom tea or a tumbler, uh, okay. gifts like that. So,
1: so using that
0: example, let's
1: say that her expertise is she's only done uh, mugs, we'll just say, because I know what you're talking about. So she's only done mugs. Um, so don't branch out and try to sell a whole bunch of products. If you've only done mugs, make a mug, post it on whatever platform you have that you can sell stuff, put a special on, you know, this is a special, it's a mug, um, and it's so much. Don't make any till you sell them, right? So you're going to pre-sell them. So then you get people who want them, then you're going to make them, then you're going to sell them. So you're not putting
0: money out before the money comes in. Awesome. I love that idea. So thank you so much. That was a great tip. And you have shared a ton of amazing tips, which I personally found super helpful. And I'm sure my audience loved it as well. Thank you so much for taking your time out and let us know where we can find you Yeah, thank you very much. So um
1: it's really easy. It's my name, which uh the spelling of course will be it's on here and it'll be on the replay, but it's Mary Ann Marriott, all one together dot com. That's my website. Um and if you put Mary Ann Marriott dot com slash backslash free gift you will be taken to a guided meditation. It's called your inner light journey. It's free. So what I I offer that to you because what we're talking about is, you know, being authentically you shining that internal light inside of you. Um, And this meditation actually helps you tap into that light and it helps you, it takes you through the journey of your soul's light from before conception, in conception, to the time you were born and then through all the major elements of your life, relationships, school, jobs. um, And it gets you to tap into where your light was dim and where it shone brightly. And that may help you identify some areas in your life that can really identify that key piece that we talked about, that driving force that you wanna bring
0: to everything you do. Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10K in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, Sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Bye-bye.